1: God talk radio Holy static Holy static Holy static Holy static Ho, <laughs> ho, us on the on this frigid January night as the boys send their warm regards and deliver you a show so scintillating you'll power bomb your pet and slap on the sharpshooter. Don't spit out that water just because you love motorhead. a more environmentally friendly way to make your entrance here they are, Fuzz and Travis What up, ladies and gentlemen' it'd be January the tenth, two thousand sixteen. believe it or not. this is the Fuzz and Travis show. Let this be a sign. dot com Buzz Hardiman, how you doing? It's nine degrees out, everybody.
0: Single digits. Single digits, the uh, same as uh, a good number of the family members in the Creasy Clan. Only one digit, whether it be a toe, uh, a pinky, a thumb, a driving finger, if you know what I'm screaming.
1: Single digits, everybody. Single. Single digits. Up in the city. It is cold down here. I don't know that we're single digits. But probably in the twenties, safe bet.
0: Oh, and by the way, I'm going to Green Bay on Friday, so there you go.
1: Alright. <laughs> Packers won today.
0: Uh yeah. Sure. If you say so. Could <laughs> they play? What a
1: what a great time to go. Maybe. I think I think Fudge will be happy. Uh, the the uh, they beat the Washington. Oh yes, that team. Yeah, that team. So. Can we? Oh, well, can we change well, the name to, to the Washington up. Unmentionables? They should. Because uh, yeah. <sighs> it, it it applies in more than one way. It applies to their actual name, and it applies to just the fact that they're just not have been good in a really long time. Uh, yeah.
0: let, let's. I just want to put the final uh, word on on that team right now, and just say dictionary defined racial slur. Anyway, moving on.
1: <laughs> uh, it's been a big weekend of football. Um, wild card, obviously tomorrow night. Uh, Alabama Crimson Tide takes on the Clemson Tigers out in what a uh, night. Out in uh, Glendale, Arizona. I'll get it in a minute. So there you go um, too! i uh I got really mad uh last year last night. I was watching the Steelers and the Bengals. uh by the way, the fat Simulator went over two yesterday and oh. two for two today, so two and two two out of four ain't bad, I guess uh to start off. With, uh, Last night, the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is one of the NFL's cash cow teams, uh, not necessarily the Patriots, but they're like the Patriots of old. And so, like, everything goes their way. And I'm not trying to excuse uh, the dirty play of the Bengals. They obviously had some stupid moments, and they basically gave the game away. But... What I'm upset about is how everyone is like acting like the Steelers are just this angelic bunch who didn't do anything uh, to cause any of the issues last night. And I got a little too um, involved in the game. I oh, had a little hissy fit here in the living room. You didn't end up calling uh, Roger Goodell, did you? I did not call Roger Goodell. I felt like... Uh, you know, this is... He's had a bad year, you know, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's mm-hmm. probably brought it on himself more so than
0: anything. But. He is a—he is not quite a fan of uh, good old St. Lou. No? Uh, has there been a decision made? Are, are
1: the Rams leaving town?
0: I mean, that's what everybody assumes, but technically, no uh, no decision has been made. But Now that goes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So we Um, shall see. Um, Here's what I understand is the proposals put forth by San Diego, St. Louis, and Oakland have all been deemed inadequate. Yeah. Somebody needs to tell these guys, you can't put three football teams in L.A. I'm just saying. just saying, but I guess they're gonna try.
1: Well, we oh yeah, see. it's ridiculous. I just need to stay put in Oakland. Yeah, I mean, I, it doesn't affect stay me one way know where they, they
0: go. Put. Yeah, I mean, honestly, to be honest, just don't move. And. Yeah. You know, I'm sure Raiders fans get upset me for saying this, but if anybody's going to move, it, it should probably be them. That stadium that they're playing in, yeah. my goodness. places place is a dump. Yeah. Like, literally, there is poo that was coming into the dugout during the A season, it was last year or the year before. Just yeah. saying. Don't have that going on here. I'm not saying we got like the the nicest stadium in the world, but I don't know. Edward Jones Dome is pretty weird, though, because I never understood why you build a stadium for uh, for a team and you throw uh, red seats in there. But I guess they built it, started building it before they knew who was coming.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't understand. And you, I don't understand the NFL, period. And, and last night, I put a status out that the NFL is a joke, and it just is. I mean. Oh, it is. The NFL. It, it absolutely is. Let me is. tell
0: you this. The NFL exists at this point solely due to fantasy football and gambling. If there was no fantasy football, the NFL would be, I mean, I'm not saying it would be like MLS, but it would probably be somewhere around – it would be somewhere around uh, – well, I feel like the cap would have been college football. Now, don't get me wrong. College football does very well, but nobody's doing NFL numbers. Nobody's spending a billion dollars to buy a university, you know, for their football team. Yeah. But I think – That's I the thing. They, college I think college football is – Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say I, I think that the NFL, without fantasy football, would be somewhere in the level of the NHL or NBA. Oh, and I think
1: that which I mean y- is successful. You have a you have a you have such a minor league product. I mean, you, you have a minor league that is so big college football is such a monster to itself that, you know, the reason I even watch the NFL is to watch former Alabama players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, that, that's the only thing I think. That's another part. You know, you got fantasy football uh, and the things that you've mentioned, but then also you've got college football, which at least in the Southeast is, is this huge monster. So it's got those three things. Other than that, I completely agree. I mean, if they didn't have those three things, you're looking at, at a very smaller scale professional sport. Yeah.
0: Indeed. So,
1: well, that being know, said, but,
0: but thing, yeah. Roll tide. Indeed. You know and, what? I said roll tide to a Tide fan the other day, where a guy wearing a hat, twice. And he pretty much just ignored it both times. I said anything for a Tide fan. He looked. Uh-huh. She kind of gave me, just kind of shrugged it off, and I was like, hey, "When he left, it said roll tide." Didn't get a roll tide back. I'm like, "Come on, man! There's no way it would be."
1: He probably thought she might have been making fun of him. I don't know, but still, Maybe. even when people make fun of me, I, I give them a roll tide back. <laughs> right. It's just what
0: I do. Don, are you a big NFL fan?
1: I actually am, yes. Uh, Though I I do – it did feel – I was watching a bit of the Packers uh, Redskins game. Oh, I said the name. I'm sorry. I apologize. Dictionary Uh, defined racial slur. (laughs) I was watching the game (laughs) earlier, and uh, it did have a tinge of – especially after hearing about the Steelers game, uh, my aunt actually pointed it out, that uh, it seems – these games seem a little strange, that – a little wonky. Like, does it always supposed to turn out this way? Is it just because these teams, like the Packers and the and the, and the Steelers, are always there, kind of in the playoffs, always doing well at the end, or is it because it just feels like things just kind of dip in their favor? Because people find it, and granted, the playoffs, the playoffs seem to be more interesting to people when the Packers or the Steelers are involved. So, is that is it because they're oh, always yeah, mean, great, or is it because if, they, if they things are swaying? It's a battle of both. I mean, the Packers and the Steelers fans all travel so well. And, and you know, the Steelers, you know, you got A.J. McCarron, his fourth start ever, versus a Ben Roethlisberger, who is a known commodity, and they're going to protect that. The same thing with Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins. You know, Kirk Cousins is playing for the dictionary definition of race and uh, versus Aaron Rodgers. And those names, Aaron Rodgers and Ben Roethlisberger, are, are going to draw. They're like a Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, maybe at the the next level, you know. And but it is sickening. I mean, that Steelers Bengals game—you could just tell um, that it was there was so much bias towards the Steelers. And then the agenda after the game is like the Bengals are terrible and thugs and all this stuff, and I'm like you didn't watch the whole game because you see the Steelers are agging it on. I mean, and then the rest didn't help. There's a helmet-to-helmet blow, which is completely illegal, that the refs didn't even throw a flag on. A Steelers player hit a, a Bengals player helmet-to-helmet, no 15-yarder. And I said right there when it happened, if they throw a flag right there and there's a 15-yard penalty, there's going to be no issue. But instead, not only is there not a penalty – the Steelers coach throws the 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 flag, the challenge flag, and the Steelers get the ball. And at that point, you're like, "Oh man, this is not going to end well." And mm-hmm. sure enough, you, you, the Bengals get two 15-yarders, unsportsmanlike thrown on them, and the Steelers hit a chip shot field goal to win. And it was just a, it was just that feeling at the end, like, "Man, this just feels like." there was more to this than, than just a football game being played. That, that same feeling you're kind of explaining there, Kev, Don. And, and you know, so people can listen to this and they'll go, oh, well, you're an Alabama fan. You know exactly how that goes. No, I don't. I mean, the kick six, um, you know, you look at the excruciating ways that Alabama has lost we really haven't had any big-name quarterbacks that just everybody loves and thinks is the savior of the sport.
0: Yeah, Quite the opposite, actually.
1: Yeah. I mean, in fact, our quarterbacks get no love because we can run the ball effectively, you know. Um, oh, no, could you? So, yeah. I mean, it's like the biggest sin in the world. So, you know, I fully expect, and I should give it away, but tomorrow night, Alabama will have to overcome some fluky stuff, like low-key football stuff, you know. Uh, I think they can. I don't know if they can do enough to win. I just have a weird feeling. Said... eternal
0: what do you think it says for college football, though, that you got a team like Clemson who really hasn't been, you know, too, uh, too involved on the main stage uh, in recent years? What do you think it says yeah. for college football overall,
1: if I anything at all? There's, I think it's parity. I think that teams can get hot. Now, mm-hmm. they've got to finish the deal. I think the biggest issue is is you look at their schedule. I mean, they play two teams that won their bowl bowl game, uh, Appalachian State, and I can't remember the other. But everybody else on their schedule got beat in their bowl game, whereas Alabama, I think the teams they beat, first of all, they had eight teams in a bowl game that they played, and they all went six and two. And so that's my biggest knock is, you know, they played two teams. They played two really good teams. They beat Notre Dame in a hurricane, which there's positives and negatives to that. Um, But, you know, we'll find out. I mean, that's the big thing. I don't see Alabama getting blown out. I I think my worst nightmare is Clemson kind of jumping out to like a 14-point lead in the first two drives because Alabama's not really built to come back. They can. They proved that against Ole Miss, but I don't know that they're proved to come back and win, you know, and I think that's what Clemson's game plan is going to be because I don't think they can Mm -hmm. go blow for blow. If if it's a close game in the fourth quarter – I think Alabama wins it, but you know they, Alabama's not played anybody offensively like this all year, so yeah. You know. And we, we the, well,
0: go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, you're fine. I
1: think that you know, I think the, I think the old adage most people tend to go with it: defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. And I think if, as long as Alabama doesn't fall apart. Like five turnovers. I mean, they had five turnovers to Ole Miss and lost by six points. Oof. You know, I mean, yeah. one play or two, and, and I, obviously you don't want to make excuses. They lost, and they could easily lose tomorrow night. In fact, I don't have a great feeling, but I've had those moments over the last week where I've, like, had supreme confidence just to have that supreme well, confidence please run out of water, you
0: know. Like you said, the eternal pessimist, Travis Creasy.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Alabama at least when it comes to your front, football team, amazing. How can do you, how watch, do you watch media day? I missed both of those. Go ahead, Buzz. Go ahead. I was just asking if you guys watched media day on ESPN. I saw a little bit of it. Uh,
0: Anytime I Nick Saban speaks, I'm willing to
1: listen. Yeah. I saw Sean Robinson, who looks like a black Turner McElmore, by the way. You've never <laughs> seen this guy. Um, obviously, much larger man than Turner, which is saying something. Um, that is saying something. But the media asked him, said, you know, how do you feel about the media? And he basically said, no offense, but I don't like you guys.
0: Hey, if, if, that's a, if that's a Nick Saban guy, you know, if I've ever heard one, yeah, yeah. Right. I really don't like it. yet. But, so. don't, not a fan. I, I can't remember who it was. It was yeah. one of the wide receivers. Uh, he got asked Coach Saban getting mad at them, and he's like, well, he doesn't really get mad. Well, he gets mad. <laughs> he very quickly corrected himself. He's like, but every time it's because we didn't do something we were supposed to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which I can appreciate oh. that. Take responsibility.
1: Oh, yeah. I, the thing is, is I, I think that history repeats itself. And and I get myself into these mind games that have... Been I'm sorry, can you say that games. again? I, I get into these mind games where history repeats itself. Ah, deja vu. Yeah, and so, you know, I get to thinking, first of all, Nick's never lost one of these games. You know? Mm. So it's mm. like... Whereas most people, that's like confidence building. To me, it's like nope. Oh, man. he's due. You know, you don't want that. You don't want that one to ever happen. But eventually, you're like, it's going to. You know, it's just got to. Of course, Bear Bryant, I don't think ever lost one. But um, nature um, of the
0: beast, he's due.
1: Yeah. And, and then you got this great run in 2008. Guess who it started with? Alabama comes out the gate and throttles a number nine Clemson team. Mm. And so you beat those guys, and, like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, it started with Clemson. It's like, well, let's not let it end with Clemson, you know. Yeah. No uh, kidding. And, and so there's all that so, stuff. And, and you if you were feeling uncomfortable already. And so you got the USC run back in the early 2000s brought to an end by Texas with a quarterback who got snubbed for the Heisman. You know, a running quarterback. But, you know, in, in the end, that's those things are fun to talk about. They're not fun to talk about because they make me nervous. But at, at some point, they got to go out and play the game. And, and that's the one beautiful thing about this 10-day layoff is that by now, like, everybody's just kind of like, let's just get the thing kicked off. Yep. No, yeah. The fat simulation picked Clemson. Believe it or not, and that was was a sixteen team tournament do
0: so. you feel like the playoff system is working so far?
1: I think that i think to a large degree it's kind of proven that um the b c s was a playoff system i think the s e c any team that any conference that had a conference championship, there was already a playoff. It's just a, it's just another way of making money, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just don't see it ending. I think it'll be it'll be one of those things that slow roll that eventually it'll be eight teams, you know. And I just hate to see the regular season get less importance but the thing is is i think it was built to keep teams like alabama out of it oh well let's make them play one more game when really all it does is go oh well they lost one game they get another chance you know Mm -hmm. and it's like if you keep expanding then it's like oh well they can lose two games well they can lose three games you know And at some point, there's always objectivity to it, and I think that's what everybody wants to remove, and you can't. It's impossible. You know, your your Blue Bloods, your Alabamas, your Ohio States, your Oklahomas, you know, those teams are automatically going to get more respect than Clemson. You know, Clemson would not be here if they were not undefeated.
0: So what you're saying is you're sick to your stomach.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the playoffs are working, but whatever. You know, <laughs> I'll take the benefit if we win tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Well, there you go. Don, what was your comment? Hey, everybody. You haven't forgotten. I was just going to say, how can Alabama miss the opportunity to uh, upset two Tiger fan bases. Oh, uh, we could make it three. You count That's, LSU true. That's true. Auburn. Yeah.
0: So uh Mizzou Hoops, let's talk about them for a second. Beat Auburn last we'll night. Hey, man. Uh man. Al- Alabama's on a uh a little bit of a losing streak. Uh I know they've lost at least the last football. two games and and and, yeah. and quite handily. Um I'll tell you what, Auburn must be really, really bad because Mizzou is terrible. Yeah. So at least we got that going for us.
1: I, I think the... in, in in I think in, in all aspects SEC basketball is pretty rough. Uh if you're outside of yeah. Florida and Kentucky and really Kentucky's not as good as they've been. Bandy's good, yeah. Yeah.
0: You got your big three yeah, there. Here's what I hope,
1: that. though. You know, uh, Alabama has a pretty impressive out-of-conference, but, you know, we just got a bad – you know, Ole Miss opening their uh, basketball gymnasium, their new one, their brand-new one. We played them. It's the first game in the SEC we lose. And, oh, by the way, less than, you know, 48 hours later, you're going to play Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Happy so, nice birthday, Alabama basketball. Oh, and by the way, not fun. no one's going to pack out Coleman Arena to watch you play Kentucky because they're all in Arizona. So, yeah. Sorry, guys. Have a basketball I mean,
0: the oh boy, that's going to be uh, oof, not a good night to play basketball for
1: uh, UA. Yeah. So. one of these days, I keep waiting for people to. You know, beg the Fuzz and Travis show to be at a national championship game. You know? He's just begging us. Somebody's going to pay our way.
0: No, they'll beg us, but then it'll be some weird uh, uh, USC-Notre Dame matchup. Yeah. Where we yeah. just vomit on
1: the field and leave. <laughs> yeah. Which would be worse, uh, you know, because cause if it was Alabama playing, I would be a nervous wreck.
0: Well, yeah, uh, the outcome would still be the same, commenting on the field leaving, but
1: for a completely yeah. different reason. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. Uh, folks, I hope you guys are ready for a new uh, and, uh, well, a segment that's really only going to last today. You guys ready?
1: Ready, I think.
0: Hey, gentlemen, it's time once again for Name That High. Are you ready, contestants? Travis, that's you. Sure. All right, here's how the game will be played. I will will pick the first name of an Alabama Crimson Tide football player, and I will have you give me his last name. Here we go. All right. Uh, Now, Travis, will you need a position, or will you just be able to go off first name?
1: Hmm. I guess I'm tempted to take on the challenge of just being able to name them, but
0: I like they that. All have I like, like
1: that. The same first name. No, that may be that. difficult, but, but we'll go. All right, all right. Let's start with number. Well, I'm
0: not even going to say his number.
1: We'll start with
0: Burnell. 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 Give me a last. Give me a last name for Mr. Burnell, a senior out of Montgomery, Alabama.
1: Uh, I'm gonna say McFee, but there ain't no way that's right.
0: Ain't no way that's right. Sorry, Vernell Jones, number eighty-nine, Burnell's linebacker. <laughs> I get just, it. I it. Just, yeah. Linebacker. All right, let's try. Let's, let's try a little easier one. How about a sophomore out of Woodbridge, Virginia? Deshawn.
1: Of course, I want to name the Clemson quarterback, but that's not going to be right. Uh, Mm. Deshaun Robinson, that's another one I want
0: to throw out, but that's not right. Nope. I'm sorry, time is up. Deshaun, Deshaun Hand, number nine, Deshaun Hand,
1: defensive
0: lineman. All right, how about, how about... This is is one I feel like you can get. Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka. There you go. Minka Fitzpatrick from from DB out of of Old Bridge, New Jersey, St. Peter's
1: Prep. All
0: right. All right. Don, are you keeping score here?
1: I am. He is something, but I got it. He is one for three.
0: All right. How about we try? <laughs> would be a good one. How about uh? Ooh, maybe you get Cooper. 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 That's a curse name? as a first Bateman. name. Cooper Bateman. Ding 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 ding. Number eighteen. Sophomore quarterback out of Murray, Utah. He has a long commute home on the weekends, but ladies, he's coming to see you up there in Utah. All righty then. How about we try the juice? OJ.
1: Howard, number 88, tight end.
0: Tight end from Prattville, Alabama. Fighting Prattville. All right. Here's a good name. How about, uh, you'll get this one. Cyrus. Jones. Cyrus. DB out of Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. How about, over, uh... Wide receiver. How about Xavier?
1: Xavier. Xavier with an N? Yes, Xavier. Ooh. I
0: don't think I know that one. Ooh.
1: him Marks, number 31,
0: running back from Rosenberg, Texas. Uh, has a twin brother love, on the team. I love this music. Torrin Marks.
1: Thank you. I'm assuming oh, they're
0: twins because they're the exact same uh, – they're freshmen out of Rosenberg, Texas. So I'm assuming that Torrin Marks is a twin – I don't know. Sure. Let's uh, let's do a couple a uh, couple more here. How about? Oh, uh, here's a good one. How about Deron? Deron.
1: Uh there used to be a Deron Carter, but that's not who it is.
0: No, no, no Carter here. Uh, this is Deron Payne.
1: Oh, I should have known uh, that. Birmingham.
0: A DL from freshman.
1: It's actually supposed to be Darren Payne I
0: think. Oh well not on this show it's not. It's there you go.
1: Payne.
0: <laughs> Uh let's try one more. Gabriel Uh Washington There you go. And and can for bonus points can you name what what town he's from?
1: Ooh I cannot Oh,
0: Jackson, Tennessee, Trinity Christian Academy. Jackson. I love that. Reggie,
1: uh, Reggie Ragland, number 19, the middle linebacker, is from Huntsville, Alabama. Oh, there you go. He, he just stood. Uh, I,
0: personally, my favorite hometown of any Crimson Tide player this year has to be Matt Womack, number 77, freshman out of Hernando, Mississippi.
1: Yeah.
0: Younger brother of That's chance,
1: one. Wormack, who made warmacking famous. Is that right? That's right. Little brother. I don't believe you. This says,
0: okay, I believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> Poor Marlon Murphy, or Humphrey, by the way, uh, from Hoover, Alabama. Yeah. Missed the two-a-days uh, glory years, you know. Now. Yeah. Now, let's talk about Reuben Foster real quick. All uh, right. Fellas from Auburn. Fellas from Yeah. He and Rashawn Evans, both from Auburn. How yeah. are we feeling about that?
1: Uh, even more interesting, you got Reuben Foster who, well, both of them were committed uh, to Auburn at one point. But Reuben Foster actually had the Auburn logo tattooed on his arm.
0: Oh, man. And switched. A couple, couple more guys I want to touch on here uh, before we uh, continue the show. Uh, you boys know uh, uh, Keaton Anderson from the homestead, Florence?
1: Keaton, Keaton Anderson. Anderson. It sounds very familiar, yes.
0: Num- number 18 freshman
1: linebacker, Florence Alabama. Yeah, I think you. He- yeah, I think he played at Florence High School, but I'm, I'm not completely he did. certain of that. He did. Yeah. And uh, are
0: you aware that there's a gentleman from St. Louis on the roster?
1: I believe I knew that.
0: Can you name him?
1: I cannot name him.
0: I, I'm going to be honest. When I saw this name, I, I didn't think it was accurate, but uh, maybe it is. Gussie Bush?
1: Amazing. Is that right? I hope so.
0: Is there a Gussie Bush that plays currently for the Alabama Crimson Tide? This says he's a uh, 5'11-205 linebacker, redshirt freshman out of St. Louis. We can all hope. Now, for those of you who are unaware, uninformed, or unintelligent, Gussie Bush was the longtime owner of the Anheuser-Busch Brewery and is the only non-player to have his number retired by the St. Louis Cardinals. And apparently, this gentleman's parents loved Gussie Bush so much that they named their child after him. There
1: you go. There you go. There you go. Or and yeah, honestly, I the University of Alabama to let him be on the team. True. True.
0: Yeah. I appreciate how many uh, how many of uh, these boys come from Christian academies. We got Parker. Um, I'm not even going to attempt to say his last name. Uh, out of uh, American Christian Academy, we got Hunter Bryant which what a name to live up to playing for this team from Roswell, yep. Georgia, Fellowship Christian Academy. What else we got here? I know we got a few more. Uh, uh, of course, we mentioned Trinity Christian Academy. Uh, Walker Jones, Germantown, Illinois, or, uh, Tennessee, Evangelical Christian. Uh, how about Brandon Moore, Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy? Jacob Parker, Meridianville, Alabama, Westminster, Christian.
1: That's uh that's right down the road here. That's around Huntsville. There you go. We go through Meridianville to get to Huntsville, actually. You've been there. Right? I
0: have been there. There
1: you go. By the way, talking about these young whippersnappers, somebody's gonna be thirty in four days. Hmm.
0: And it's the fuzz Well, Can as, as I say, I don't stuff. get older, I get better.
1: So true. I concur so. on every level.
0: As Keep I'm getting sure called Don old. Does, so. Keep getting called old. I'm just offended that people would use the O word with me.
1: I mean, I'm not old. If, if Bradley Dupree is 40 years old and he's still young. Mm-hmm. We're all in good shape. I'm
0: going to, on weather.com right now, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a look at what I should expect for Green Bay flying into Milwaukee and uh, driving the 90 minutes to Green Bay in a rental car. So.
1: I like how you say Green Bay. Friday, January 15th. reminds me of Mark Sanchez.
0: Mark Sanchez, Green Bay. Uh, oh, so this is fun. Uh, PM showers, a high of 28, low of 20. 50% chance of precipitation. And uh, I always forget which one's the greater than and which one's the less than.
1: Greater than is where the arrow is pointing right, as in the point. Less than an inch.
0: If it's a gator's mouth and it's pointing it to the right. Okay. If, if, yeah. Less less than an inch. I can drive in that. I can drive in that.
1: You got it, Broski. I got it.
0: I just don't want this to end up like the uh, – Couple years ago, when I decided to drive to uh, Memphis and then to Atlanta, and it took me eight hours to get to Memphis because of snow. I I I I, I can't do that. No. No, no.
1: Memphis, Tennessee. I could just kill a man. Exactly. What Elvie thinks.
0: All right. So you uh, guys
1: ready for this? You guys ready? Baby.
0: My friend came to the door, she said, well, I was on the phone cooking me and my baby for the breakfast. And she said, hey, something wrong, is popping. I said, what? She said, yeah. I said, no. Nah. So the girl come downstairs, she come out of her apartment with her baby with no shoes on. I said, oh, girl, it's cold outside. She said, something ain't right. I said, oh, man. She said, oh, man, the building is on fire. I said, no. What? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Uh uh-uh. we ain't gonna be in no fire. Not today. <laughs> Not today Not today. Uh the people who will talk to news cameras are the best. Not today. Not today.
1: <laughs> oh man. So good. So you're gonna be in you're gonna be in Green Bay for your birthday? No, 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 no. I will be at Bush Stadium on my birthday.
0: Shall we run down the the baseball wrestling agenda for my uh thirtieth anniversary? Let's do it. Right. No. So I have taken uh the proper precautions and because of uh of uh being I guess Nostradamus, I have a vacation day in for Wednesday when the one point some odd billion dollar Powerball will be drawn. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to have to deal with that disaster. Um, well, I, I won't have to deal with the disaster of everybody getting a ticket at, la- at the last minute. Yeah, I'll have to deal with the next few mornings, but I, I I'll deal. I'll deal.
1: You're not
0: going to so, buy the Puzz and Travis show a lottery ticket? Uh, I, I bought one ticket tonight. So and, and and I feel good about our chances because the number, the Powerball number, the one you have to have to win. You ready for this? Ready. Lucky number six. That's right, everybody. Stan, Stan the man. any boy. He's Bring up there on in all. the uh, – He's up there in the great sportsman's park in the sky,
1: and he's he's
0: he's uh, putting his uh, stamp of approval on the Fuzz and Travis show. Let me tell you, we're taking the cash option. Because let's be honest, if I win, the show wins. You guys will be Absolutely. well taken care. Well, not Don. Don, you got you got some work to do before I start dishing you out some money,
1: pal. <laughs> I don't want your filthy money. I don't want,
0: I don't want your blood
1: money. I don't,
0: I don't want your. Anyway, <laughs> just imagine what kind of money we could, or what kind of things we can waste this money on.
1: One point three billion. That's what it's up to, right?
0: One point three billion dollars. You know beef. what? You know what? You know what's tempting. You know it's really tempting. Everybody always says, "Well, with that kind of money, you could give a million dollars to every person in the United States." Say what? Maybe we should just go ahead and do it. Let's do it. I'm not, I'm not making any promises, everybody. Just saying. Something to consider.
1: I mean. Maybe if you didn't do it to every person, but just think about all the people that don't have anything that you could give them enough. I think a what, reboot.
0: You you give everybody in the country hundred grand. Yeah. Exactly, a reboot. You know, I can still be selfish with all my money and still, you know fix everybody. I don't know how you can do terror. it. Yeah. That, that's the problem. Is I don't know how you do it. Go door to door. Hey, um, here's $100,000. I'm going to go now.
1: Sounds <laughs> like a plan.
0: It's stolen. It's stolen. People would call the cops on you. Yeah. You'd, you'd get in trouble quickly. Oh, some crazy, guy. Excuse me, everybody. I took a melatonin and... Past my bedtime. Um, Some crazy guys handing out money. Call the police.
1: Calling the police. The po-po.
0: The police. You know what we should do? Instead of giving everybody $100,000 or a million dollars or whatever, let's buy everybody in the country a banana costume. Bingo. You're going to tell me that Bradley looked pretty sick in a banana could costume? We, could we
1: institute a um, a Fuzz and Travis Day where everybody just wears a banana costume wherever they go? Yes. yes. Can you yes. imagine people running around in banana oh. costumes? John, you, just you gave me the best! You just gave me the best idea.
0: We we go on like on it. national TV now. Okay, so this is how we do it. So by Wednesday, Powerball is going to be what is it? What is it now? One point three billion. So it's going to be yeah upwards yeah. of two billion by that point. It's going to be upwards of two billion dollars, maybe even two billion dollars. Cash option is going to be close to a billion dollars, right? Yeah. So let's say the Fuzz and Travis show wins lucky number 6 being that powerball, we win. We we yeah. we do the right thing, we get the lawyer, we get the you know, we we take care of everything. Take care of business, TCB. And we get our security. We 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 are handled appropriately. And then we go on TV. And we tell all these geeks, all right, listen everybody. We're gonna end poverty right now. We're gonna give every single person in the country. I'm gonna I'm gonna just push the envelope. Two two million dollars. Everybody two uh. million dollars. All right. I, I can I can already hear people's uh, uh, underpants being soiled right now, just at the thought. But. I got a bunch of rules that you're going to have to follow by to get it. a Bunch of qualifications you're going to have to get through. And why? And if and if one of you doesn't do it, if I catch somebody not doing it. It's over. Number one's the nobody concept. gets any
1: money or just that person.
0: Oh no no no! One person screws it up and I find out about it. Over for everybody.
1: Oh man, that person would die. It is
0: over for. Oh, you know what? You're right. Oh boy, that might kill him.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, regardless, let's just let's just let this scenario play out here. So, number one, and I haven't thought past number one, but everyone for an entire day, they're going to work, they're going to school, they're going grocery shopping, whatever they're doing, they got to wear a banana costume. If you don't want to screw this up, don't leave the house. Don't let me see you. And trust me. I'm going to be all over the place. Don, do the shuffleboard you got a court. you uh, Don, do the shuffleboard court uh, quote from Seinfeld for me. I'm
1: going to be all
0: over that shuffleboard court. I'm going to be in the pool. Be the- I'm, going be- I'm going to be in the clubhouse. I'm going to be all over that <laughs> shuffleboard court. And if I see any, you beat <laughs> Not wearing your banana costume. Alright? It's over. For all of you. Every last one of you. Every last spooky branch in one
1: eat.
0: Ain't getting you two million dollars. Amen. Hey guys, I went to a DWI class today. I've never gotten goes? one. It was friends and family day apparently, and I got invited to go. And uh, I'd say what? It was so funny, like listening to how everybody talked about their DWI, and how not a single one of them took any responsibility for it, and each one of them had at least two.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: well, I wasn't. I didn't think I was that loaded. Well, I blew a point nine. Hey. 0.8 is the legal limit. That means you were drunk.
1: That means you were loaded.
0: <laughs> I got pulled over with a very small amount of marijuana in my car. Oh, by the way, my best friend, her sister is a uh, marijuana distributor is the term that he used.
1: I'm probably not nice. supposed
0: to be saying this, but whatever. And it's like, okay, you didn't get pulled over with a small amount in your car. You got pulled over with some stuff in your car and you're lucky to be, you know, not in jail right now. Yeah. Uh one person You're lucky to be hanging out with us
1: today.
0: Yeah. So so just think you're, you're catch what your stars or however the phrase goes. Um, one person you know, I don't know. It, just not one person in there just seemed very repentant of the fact that uh, they screwed up a bunch of times and have to take these classes. Like, hey, you didn't screw up. Like, quit pointing fingers at everybody else. Take a little responsibility for yourself. know I, I wanted to scream this so bad, just like sitting there, just listening to all this, like, hey, you guys cared more about doing whatever you wanted to do than my life. Like, that's literally what I wanted to say to all these people. You didn't care enough about me to do the right thing. You were willing to put me in jeopardy because you didn't care. Well I mean this is what they would have said. Well you know either I wasn't that drunk or I I thought I didn't think I was drunk or or whatever. Like, no. You you are incredibly selfish
1: and Buzz driving is drunk driving.
0: Buzz driving is drink, drunk driving. And and you you're you're selfish, and and you you care nothing about my safety, or my life. Well, no, it's not that. It absolutely is, because otherwise you wouldn't have done it. You put me at risk, and I didn't I didn't have the choice.
1: It's got really heavy on the Fuzz and Travis
0: yeah. show. Hey, I'm 30, bro. That's what happens now. Get used to it. Boom.
1: It just got real.
0: Yeah. This has been your Fuzz and Travis got... real moment of the week. Buzz driving is drunk driving. Kiss my hairy rear end, drunk drivers. Crazy drunk drivers.
1: <laughs> Crazy drunk drivers. What's that from? <laughs> That's from oh, Back to the Future. Right, right, right! Oh man! One of my that. favorite uh, quotes: "Crazy drunk driver." Oh I got, man! Uh, I know we're not quite done with the show yet, but uh, what, what are your predictions for uh, tomorrow night?
0: Roll Tide! I think they're bringing home sixteen, huh? Oh man! Like somewhere right, else.
1: Travis National Championship Committee number one thousand twenty or something. Yeah, the Fat National Committee has awarded
0: many, many a uh, title to the uh, the boys in uh, in Crimson. Why not just
1: Nick and throw one another one on there? Nick Saban's no matter what
0: happens, are Oh well, I mean, they already won a playoff game, so that counts.
1: And not only did they win a playoff game, they decimated a playoff game. And
0: yeah, uh, so you, you get you get another uh, title uh, victory for the shutout. You get uh, you get a title victory for each year that Nick Saban's been coach. And you know what? To be honest, you get you get a title win for every year uh, that Lane Kiffin's been on the staff, just because that's funny. Yes, but
1: he's gutsy enough to hire. Blank if and Kiffin, he doesn't give any care in the world to what you think about it.
0: I mean, I, I feel like it would almost be—it like, would almost be like Jesus hiring Pontius Pilate to be a disciple. Why don't you just, uh come on over here, pal. Not very happy with you right now, but
1: Don, what say ye? I mean, bring on the – well, not champagne. Bring on the soda pop, roll tide, uh, all other indications of Alabama winning.
0: You had to say champagne, didn't you? That makes me think of uh, the 1968 World Series. What happened? 67, 67. The Cardinals uh, defeated the Boston Red Sox. And the day before they won the series, uh, I believe it was seven games. The, the Boston manager was asked your prediction for game seven. And he said, Lomborg and Ch- champagne Lomborg was the starting pitcher for the game. And, uh, his prediction was Lomborg and champagne. And, uh, let me tell you, the headlines in the next day's newspaper definitely said Lomborg and Champagne, but for quite a different reason.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, there you go. And
0: and there's out there somewhere, there is uh, – So you guys – there is video audio of the Cardinals celebrating their World Series in the clubhouse, singing Lomborg and Champagne." Hey, Lomborg and Champagne.
1: Hey. <laughs> so, guys, uh, Travis, maybe you've heard. Uh, have you heard anyone actually say they expect Clemson to win? Um, you know, we well, better say it otherwise. I think Danny Cannell has said he thinks Clemson will win, but I'm not sure on that. Um, But that's also another thing. You know, everybody's picking Alabama to win, which makes me very cautious. But, you know, if if Clemson does win, my hat's off to them. Um, Because there's only been a few times when Alabama was truly focused uh, and a spread team that runs this type of offense and beat them. Um, Tim Tebow, 2008, and the Florida Gators in the SEC championship game. And I'm even hesitant to say Cam Newton in 2010 because I don't know that that Alabama team was very focused. They they weren't championship-driven. You know, the championship was way out of hand already. They weren't going to go – uh, in that 2010 Iron Bowl, they really just were kind of trying to prevent Auburn from getting there. Um, and so I think most people are kind of scared to, to go with Clemson. But I, I think it is, it's going to be a great football game. Um, and it it takes everything in my power not to go with Clemson. You know? But everything that I want to go with Clemson for is fluky. Is you know? It's like from a football standpoint, I think Alabama's better on in the on the front lines, defensive, offensive, and I think that's why people go with them. But I mean, I think their quarterback for Clemson is going to have to play to perfection. I think he's going to have to be perfect, and that doesn't happen often with Alabama, but it has happened, you know. And uh, but Alabama's is uh-huh. different than they were they've got defensive linemen who can rush the passer and we've never really had that. By the way, I was inaccurate. Oh. It was
0: uh not the manager of the Boston Red Sox. It was in fact the Boston Globe that had the article or the uh headline, and Champagne, uh before the game even started. So uh
1: you that's boo. kind
0: of a uh, well that's kind of a shout out to uh the boys in blue up there in Chi-Town who have already uh given the Cubs the twenty sixteen Central Division uh Championship. Uh listen, Central Division Championship comes through St. Louis. You're gonna have to fight me scratching and clawing to get it.
1: Got lucky in the
0: division series. Ain't gonna happen again.
1: Oh trust me down here, Fuzz, uh Tennessee's already flooding for the playoffs. They're in they're in the <laughs> playoffs already next year.
0: We got some Butch Ball going on. Yeah, they're they're in the playoffs. Calling it that again. Yeah. Butch Jones, everybody,
1: what a name! Well, folks, we're about to close out the show. Um, I think that that we've all three went with Alabama in the face of the fat simulation. Hope the fat simulator Mm -hmm. is wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Playoffs. And so. We may have a reaction show at some point this week. I'm not sure. Uh, but it's been great talking football with you guys, and I appreciate y'all putting up with my football nerdiness for an hour tonight. So.
0: Hey, no problem.
1: You guys got anything else? Throw in there? You are a
0: smelly pirate hooker.
1: Thank you. <coughs> we, we love, love you guys. guys. Roll tag. Hashtag. Buzz, you got anything other than?
0: Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here?
1: Sounds like a plan to me, guys. You folks out there have a good night. Uh, and one more last time. Playoffs! Playoffs! There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Tim Moore is still outraged about the playoffs.
0: I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.